0: The world around us is changing rapidly, and your job as a fundraiser or nonprofit marketer is evolving with it. We're Pursuant. We're built by fundraisers for fundraisers, and we've been in your shoes. So we want to bring you tips and tools that you can use to meet you where you are in your current reality and help you go beyond to where you really want to go. You're tuned in to a Pursuant listening experience. Hi there. This is Taylor Shanklin. I'm the VP of Marketing at Pursuant and the host of the Go Beyond podcast. And this episode we're bringing to you today is with my friend and colleague, Suchi Otta. Suchi is the VP of Analytics at Pursuant, and she has got a lot of wisdom and a lot to say on how to optimize your donors and supporters experiences. So in this episode, we were talking about ways to create ideal experiences digitally through optimization. And Suchi has some tips to share on that. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey Suchi, good morning.
1: Good morning Taylor how are you
0: I'm great how are you it's early we're t- we're chatting early today <laughs> I know <laughs> on a friday it's
1: early. yep on a friday but that's the best time right to have some hassle free conversations
0: <laughs> I love that you said that yes hassle free and we have fresh minds and mm-hmm. that's really exciting because we are going to be talking about data optimization so it's good to have a fresh mind while we're doing it so exactly. C.T., you head up, uh, you're the VP of Analytics here at Pursuant, and I love talking to you about data and optimization and what nonprofits can do to test and optimize their online programs and, and things that they're doing digitally because you are just um, a guru when it comes to this stuff. And recently online, we were, we were chatting about um, Amazon And talking and making this comparison of, hey, Amazon, one of the largest companies in the world, huge e-commerce retailer, always doing this and that to optimize. And nonprofits are different than Amazon, obviously, but they need to be thinking about things like Amazon. So what's your kind of first tip and a suggestion for a nonprofit person? to get started even and thinking about how to test and optimize
1: sure that's a great question and we all know how amazon like just rocks this e-commerce optimization space and they of course they have like a huge team lots of resources to focus more on the tools and technology that can help them with like you know better optimization i think let's start with like you know a couple of things from amazon like exactly like what we are talking about so it's one thing like that actually uh, resonates quite a bit with me is the uh, that Amazon rocks personalization. Like you know, be it having your name, uh, like you know, on on your browsing history, like you know, taking care always looking up your browsing history or having your personalized store. They really rock optimization. And the other thing that they uh, do pretty well, and in fact, are the front runners, is creating a hassle-free purchase process because that's what the customer is looking for. Like, you know, when we talk about optimization from the customer standpoint, they want a very hassle-free experience altogether and quick and easy uh, process. And that's what, like, you know, Amazon does, like, you know, really best. Plus, I think the third thing that Amazon does really well is the navigation. Like, you know, how how do you sort, like, you know, when you... uh, he searched for a term like laptop, like how how can you make it easier for the end user to not get lost in tons and tons of laptop options that are available. So they really do like, you know, they spend a lot of time, they have been doing a lot of testing in the world and uh, spend a lot of time like, you know, just uh, focusing on optimizing and testing on a regular basis. Now let's switch gears and move to the nonprofit space. Like what can we do? Like, you know, there are definitely lots of best practices out there where uh, we can focus and um, see what what, what we should be doing in order to drive either more participation or create more awareness or drive more donations, obviously. So I think the, three things if i have to boil it up to just three things uh, where we should be focusing first of all like you know we need to focus on the strategy like that's the key for uh, optimization put the strategy first like you know it should not be um, like, you know, most of the marketers start thinking about uh, like, you know, channel first, like email marketing campaign or a social media campaign in isolation. However, like all these channels are driving towards the same strategy and should be handled as such. So I think that's very important. Determine your marketing strategy first and then you are like, you know, uh, come up with your ideal marketing mix that will get you there in order to help you to the strategy. And if like, you know, at that point in time, if it requires more use of a specific channel and less use of another channel, that's actually your first step in optimization. Like you are already doing things that will help drive your uh, strategy. The second thing that key is measurement, like, you know, have your measurement plan ready, have metrics like, you know, what are the metrics that will help you to measure the success of your strategy? You need to have that ready. And otherwise, like, you know, obviously you won't know what is working and what is not working, where to pull the plug and where to put more investment. So I think that is a key. Uh, Of course, measurement drives like, you know, reporting and analysis that follows like, you know, as you launch your strategy. And I think the third key thing would be uh, just focus on your testing strategy. Like, you know, how are you going to test uh, through throughout your campaign? It's like, you can just, you should not just stick to one design across multiple channels. You should always be thinking about A-B testing. How do I make some changes in the design? What is going to drive more uh, traffic or more response behavior? Like what's going to result in that? So think about testing as well as like, I think if you focus on those three things, you'll have a really good optimization strategy to start with for your marketing campaign.
0: I love that. And and ultimately it is, Optimizing the donor experience, right, and so I love that you mentioned you know first, focus on the strategy, then focus on a measurement plan, then focus on the testing strategy so let 's unpack those three things a little bit mm-hmm. okay when you say, "Put the strategy first, could you share an example or some thinking behind what you 've seen be successful with organizations who they 're starting in that here's kind of my strategy for optimizing the online or the digital experience. What are some things to be thinking about when you're building that strategy? I
1: think uh – Overall, like you know, you have a set goal. Like one of the main things that the organization should be thinking about is what is my end goal. Like you know, quantify that end goal. So it's easier for us to start measuring towards that end goal. Like for example, you could have your end of year campaign, and and most of the nonprofits are at this point in time planning or like you know already in execution of their end of year campaign. So. Have the goal as to like if if revenue is the main goal, which is usually the case with giving Tuesday and end of your campaigns, make sure that you have that number ready. Derive it from the previous uh, like you know campaigns that you have run, and then have that number like you know you want to raise, uh, increase your donations by five percent from last year or ten percent from last year. That's your overall strategy. And then what would you do uh, in order to get yourselves to that particular, to achieve that goal. And that's where you start thinking about individual channels, like how is social media going to work towards helping me in meeting that goal to raise a million dollars online? How is email going to help in meeting that goal to raise a million dollars online? So, have, have investment portfolios for the different channels uh, accordingly, like, you know, based on their previous performance. Again, again, always look at the data to help you drive decisions. So that's, that's where, like, you know, you can, that's an example of where you can put your strategy first, look at the channels that you want to use, and then start looking at what has worked and what has not worked in those channels in the past.
0: So, I like that. Yeah. 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 So it's like, yeah, basically saying, like, where's, what's the point B you're trying to get to? And then Mm -hmm. backtracking, you know, like how do you, how do you get to that point B?
1: Exactly, exactly. I love it. Okay, so
0: then in thinking about the measurement plan, so what are some things you think every organization should be measuring when they're thinking about how to optimize the ideal online experience?
1: So that's, that's a great question. And in fact, has a very long answer. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll try to be be as concise as possible, but when it comes to measurement, like obviously you have your revenue goal goal set, that's your key, like, you know, final measurement, but each and every channel has their own set of metrics or key performance indicators that you need to be uh, looking into. And the way, We have been doing it uh, and which has worked really very effectively is if you group all those uh, uh, metrics into different buckets, like, you know, it should be the first stage of any of your marketing campaign is your reach like whom are you reaching out to? Like, you know, those could include the number of people that were mailed or emailed, uh, the total number of impressions that you are creating from your digital channels, uh, how many people you are reaching out to. So those like who are seeing your ads. So that's your first bucket of, uh, like, you know, huge bucket of metrics for the different channels, but it's the reach, like what's your audience reach. The second is when you go from, and, and I'm literally describing a marketing funnel to an extent, it's basically you start with the top of the funnel which is your awareness and reach metrics and then you look at the mid funnel which is engagement so in that like for example in email you will have your open rates your click-through rates uh, your unsubscribe rates to an extent like those are all your engagement how are people engaging with your uh, with your uh, communications and similarly, in social media, you have those click throughs and likes and comments and shares and all those metrics that you have to identify. Again, always focus on one key performance Indicator for each channel and then a secondary metric if there is a need for that. So that will help you uh, help your reporting quite a bit. You are obviously the uh, analytics team as well as the main, st- like you know, the different strategies and executioners are looking at all the different metrics. But when you have to report it out, you are focusing on the key metrics there, just one or two probably. And the last. Uh, stage of your funnel is your conversion funnel which is where you look at the conversion metrics uh, like your uh, response rate your average gift size your total revenue and you can also combine it with ROI because you have to make sure that you are getting the investment from your uh, sorry the return from your investment so you have to look at the ROI metric as well and that's that 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 metric is really going to help you see whether tactic A in social media is performing well or whether it is not performing, whether that content is performing well or is it not. And then you can go through your, like as you monitor those metrics on a regular basis and when we execute a long, like, you know, campaign like a end of year, which has like almost eight weeks time frame, you would want to look at those metrics on a weekly basis for sure, at a minimal weekly basis, but it is recommended to look at those metrics at least twice a week so that you can actually continue to do your optimization on a very regular basis.
0: Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that you pointed that out, you know, like how often to be looking at this? I mean, to be honest, sometimes you just, it's so easy to get heads down and projects and other things and then come up for air and be like, Oh, I haven't even looked at my data. I haven't <laughs> looked at how this is performing. Right. But it's so important. And that, that one in the middle engagement. So we talked about the funnel, reach engagement conversion. I think that engagement metric is so key because I think if you're really focusing, especially in like a social media scenario, right, where people can comment on things, share on things, I think really focusing on that and then seeing who's very actively engaging. I think there's like an active engagement versus a passive engagement level as well. Yes. Um, You know, to where, yeah, someone might open an email, but then do nothing with it. That's different than the person who's regularly commenting on the stuff you're sharing on Facebook or Instagram or or whatever it is. So I'm glad that you mentioned that and then used that word in particular.
1: Sure. In fact, uh, to add to that, Taylor, one of the key things that you should also be looking at, and this is more in the planning stage, uh, that you should try to look for some benchmark metrics, like what's out there in the industry for your sector. Like if you're focused on digital MNR benchmark report that comes out once a year is really great as a reference point. Like, you know, what should your uh, open rate be? Like, you know, let's say historically you have seen for your email campaigns in the last year during end of year, your open rate has been 8% but other nonprofits in your vertical are seeing open rates of 12%. Like how do you make sure that people are actually, your content is relevant. People are actually um, looking and reading your content and opening that. So having those benchmarks always helps you see like, you know, whether you are doing really well or whether uh, you need to probably put some more uh, uh, like, you know, thought into how to drive better results and match those benchmarks for your industry for your vertical
0: yeah yeah great point okay so last thing let's get into the testing strategy because i think <laughs> that's another thing where it's it's exciting at the beginning of something where you're like hey i am thinking about the strategy and then here's what i'm going to measure but then i think sometimes and i don't know if this is your experience i think sometimes the testing strategy is the thing that sort of falls off and can get forgotten about easily, because you're like, well, set it up, I'm done. (laughs) Exactly. So let's let's unpack that a little bit. What are your recommendations around the testing strategy?
1: I think in terms of the testing strategy, always make sure that you have the starting point is you have a hypothesis that you want to test. Like, you know, you need to focus on what exactly you are trying to prove or disprove, because if you don't have that clarity, no matter how much you test, test, you will learn a lot of interesting things, but you'll never answer, like, you know, you'll come back to the same place again and again. And so you need to make sure that you have a, Hypothesis like you know that you want to test, like for example, we did um, at my uh, like you know, for one of our clients, we actually had um, uh, something around. Uh, Testing around the headline writing, like you know, what uh, the copywriters uh, have been using in the direct response space. So, one of our hypotheses was placing a user centric benefit before your ask will help uh, result in higher revenue. So, user centric benefit, something like be part of the next breakthrough treatment, and then you have your donate today kind of an ask there. So, that was our hypothesis A. And then the second hypothesis was like. Probably focusing, some of the copywriters felt that like it would be nice to focus on the users' pain, and this was for a healthcare charity. So users' pain before presenting a solution, uh, and that will result in a much higher revenue. And what we used was help end the pain and suffering and donate today. So that was our third, second uh, hypothesis. And then of course, uh, so these are the two things that we are trying to prove. Like you know, which one works better but then how do you compare it with? So that's where you always have your control. Now, this was a multivariate testing setup. Usually people have are doing A-B testing where they have just one thing changing from your control group, but always have a control and then test. And always be thinking about how not to impact your revenue because you should not uh, impact, uh, none of your testing should impact revenue negatively. So make sure that you are including a smaller population. There are lots of uh, resources available online that will help you determine what's your sa- what should your sample size be? How long should you be running the testing? Like, for the donation forms you can use tools like optimizely which will help you uh, like you know, as soon as you reach a statistical significance level or difference between your test and control then they it will ask you to stop so that's you can use some of those tools as well but it's important to know like you know how long you will test what should your sample size be and then what are your hypothesis like that you want to test and not test
0: I love it. that's awesome. super, super helpful and valuable. so okay, a lot of uh, to kind of wrap it up, a lot of organizations are strapped for resources, right either maybe they've got budget, but they don't have enough people to do it, or maybe they've got some people who do who can do this, but just they're wearing a million hat, uh, different hats, mm-hmm. right. If you had to give people one thing to focus on to optimize what would that one thing be?
1: That's a very tough question. (laughs) A million dollar question. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, I can go about it as um, if they want to focus on one thing to optimize, I would focus a lot on your personalization. Uh, so make sure that you are personalizing your messages and test different methods of personalizing your message. Uh, whether like, you know, you have different types of, uh, personalized subject lines in your emails, or you have like, you know, uh, different types of salutation in your email, in your copy. So make sure that you are like, you know, focused on that, um, would be one of the things that I would uh, say to like, you know. Uh, because again, personalizing drives much better response rate as we all have read about and have been hearing. And that's, that's a key thing for them to optimize. Again, if you were to, I'm telling you, if you were to ask me this question tomorrow, I'll have a different answer for you for sure. (laughs) I might go into segmentation a bit more. (laughs) Well, that's
0: okay. I think uh, personalization is, is a great one to, to say here now. Um, and, and that ties back into one of those metrics we talked about in the funnel of engagement and driving that engagement through personalization and building that level of authenticity and connection with your mm-hmm. supporters. So I love that. Hey, Suchi, this has been awesome. Um, if people want to find you online, they can go to our website at pursuant.com. Uh, what other way can people find out and reach you on LinkedIn?
1: Yes, LinkedIn. Okay. It's a great way to reach me. Yep.
0: Cool. Go find Suchi on LinkedIn, follow her, and um, come back for the next round because we'll be talking about segmentation, it sounds like.
1: <laughs> yes, we'll be talking about segmentation and measurement across multiple channels.
0: Awesome. Cool. Well, hey, thanks yeah. Suchi so much for joining.
1: Thank you, Taylor.
0: Bye. Bye. Hey, y'all. Thanks for tuning in with us. Be sure to check out all of the latest and greatest Pursuant resources at Pursuant.com or drop us a line at info at